Hey, this is Dylan, David, and Sean with History 3390 asking what makes a good history podcast? We're going to start off by talking about what makes a good podcast in general. So, here you go. All right. So, in my opinion, the three things that make a good podcast in general are format, character, and relevance. Format is obviously an important aspect of of any form of media because it makes it ordered. In my opinion, what makes a good podcast in general is, first of all, combining facts and anecdotes to make a podcast interesting. Nobody wants to hear someone yammer on and on and on with fact after fact for hours. But you have to make sure that what you're talking about is specific enough so that you come that you don't come across being broad and that you don't know what you're talking about Um, also a good start for making a good podcast would be to not overwhelm the audience with too much information so they get confused and lost Hi, this is David. I believe that there are certain aspects that make a podcast effective. Uh, The first is that it needs to grab your attention. The second is that I don't think anyone wants to listen to a boring podcast. No one wants to listen to a uh, monotone person for 40 plus minutes. And a little bit of animation would never hurt. Try not to be too uh, monotone when you speak, first of all. And uh, I think uh, another aspect of what makes a good podcast is that there has to be an interest among many people in who you are broadcasting to. Um, it, it's, it's hard to make a good podcast unless there's an actual, like, I guess, fan, ba- fan base, so to speak. So it has to be a topic that is found interesting by more than just a few people. So now we are going to hear from one of our hosts, David, about the five C's. Now, over to you, David. All right. Thank you, Dylan. Um, First of all, uh, to answer the question, what makes for a great history-themed podcast, uh, I think just to be a little more informative, uh, first of all, a podcast, I like to start out defining uh, everything as my introduction. So a podcast... You know, obviously, it's a digital file made available on the computer for downloading, and it's available to a wide audience. Anyone who has the internet can uh, listen to any type of podcast. And uh, history, obviously, study of past events, uh, particularly in human events. Um, you know, basically, uh, a good history podcast, in my opinion, is informative. It's accurate, and it's. To me, similar to writing a paper, you know, it has an introduction, a body, and a conclusion. So, uh, throughout the course of my history uh, major, I've uh, we've learned about what is called the five C's, and uh, it turns out to uh, writing a good history paper, there is this thing called the five C's in historical thinking, so to speak. Uh, this comes from the uh, magazine of American Historical Association, 
Uh, it's written by Thomas Andrews and Flannery Burke. And uh, first of all, to identify the five C's, what they are is uh, number one being change over time, two being casual, uh, causality, three being context and complexity, and number five would be contingency. Now, change over time, just to paraphrase what it is, because uh, it could be complex. Um, it's, think of it as looking at a timeline. A timeline has a linear form of uh, history from past to present, and it has a bunch of events on it from going from the beginning of time to now. So history has evolved, and that's basically, in a nutshell, what change over time is. Um, the second C is context. Con uh, it's, context is a, is a, it's a concept that helps uh, history make sense when events are set. So context is basically offering the setting to an event in history. What is going on at the time? Um, conditions before the event that set the stage for an event to happen, that's context. Causality, causality is basically cause and effect. Um, when a person or an event or even a process influences another, this is, uh, for example, uh, a lot of people like to use the event of 9-11. 9-11 led to the invasion of Afghanistan and later on Iraq. So this is a good example of causality, cause and effect. Um, number four, complexity. In, <clears throat> an event is more than just black and white. It's very gray when, when we're uh, speaking about it in terms of history. So uh, it, it's actually defined as a, a state or quality of being intricate. So events in history are more of a process than just a random event. And so that is complexity. The last one is uh, contingency. Uh, it, it's the concept that if there's a historical event that takes place, other events will kind of follow it. Uh, contingency is basically kind of almost like a butterfly effect. Uh, something happens and it sparks a series of events. And if that event that sparked the series of events never actually took place, then the events that follow the uh, main event will never happen. And uh, going back to uh, going back to uh, the example of 9/11, um, if 9/11 never happened, obviously there would never be an invasion of Iraq or Afghanistan. So th that is basically the uh, concept of contingency. And uh, as long as, uh, to conclude this, the, as long as there's a history podcast that contains some sort of fullness to it, instead of just naming events and their dates, to me that's what's going to make a good podcast, not just naming, not just talking about things and not offering any explanation to why they happened or what took place after them. That raises a very important question. Why would anyone listen to a history-themed podcast? Well, let's hear from our hosts. So, in my opinion, 
someone would listen to a history-themed podcast, first of all, to get more information about something they're interested in. Nobody listens to a podcast because they just have nothing better to do. They just listen to a podcast because they want to learn more about what's going on in the world. Listening to a history-themed podcast can help you become more educated around, about the world around you, about what's going on in the news, what's going on um, around the world in terms of politicians. I don't know about you listeners out there, but I would much rather hear someone explain something to me in an interesting way than to read a boring old textbook. To me, textbooks can be outdated and they can explain history in a biased fashion, whereas when you're listening to someone's opinion, you can challenge an individual person's opinion, so you'll be able to hear more ranges of knowledge, ranges of information. Additionally, a lot of podcasts have guests where you'll be able to hear more people who are educated in the specific thing you're interested in, and you'll be able to learn a lot more about your field of interest. Additionally, it's a way to combat your curiosity about the subject. Now over to our other host, Sean. I agree with you specifically on how people who have an interest in history don't want to necessarily pick up a textbook or listen to a lecture about it. Uh, Personally, when I'm interested on a history topic, I go to YouTube, but uh, a lot of the time I, like a lot of other people, don't have time to watch a YouTube video. So a great uh, way to counter that is podcasts because you can listen to them while you're working or while you're driving or walking or basically anything. And it's just a great way to provide you with the information about topics that you might be interested in just because you heard about them once before and you'd like to know more about them or a topic came up in the news and you want to be more educated about it, so you research the history of that event. And then other times you listen to history podcasts just because you have to, say for school, mostly for school. So even if you're not a fan of history, a history major, or at all interested in history, There are things that you are interested in, most likely, that have historical value. So, for example, music, art, uh, entertainment, like movies, war history, political history. Even the most popular podcast out there, Serial, is about murders, which is technically the history of how specific people died which can tie into the broad spectrum of history and how, and how it encompasses our daily lives. Additionally, every podcast has different episodes. So even if one episode isn't exactly what you're interested in, there is a very big chance that throughout the throughout the episodes of the podcast you're going to find something that really appeals to you that is one of the good parts about having a podcast 
is that you have the ability to talk about a range of things, not just one idea over and over and over again. So now, with a quick break from a message from our sponsors, our history podcast is sponsored by the Civil War Museum. If Have you ever been interested in the Civil War? If so, head over to the Civil War Museum in Pennsylvania. You'll never know what you discover at the Civil War Museum. Now, back to our hosts. Thank you. So, that raises another very important question. What do you, David and Sean, like about history podcasts? Now over to David. Thank you. Uh, The thing I like about history podcasts is that, uh, actually the message from our sponsors brought it up to me. Um, the, uh, the, The good thing about going to a history podcast instead of, say, a museum, say, when you go to a Civil War museum, you're just confined to the Civil War. When you listen to a podcast, you literally have thousands of different museums, essentially, at your fingertips. So uh, it just, it's like a really efficient way to learn about history. Uh, Going to museums is cool and everything, but um, when you think about the logistics of going to a museum when you could just listen to it in 40 minutes while you're taking care of something else, I think that's the broad appeal of having a podcast, just being able to pretty much multitask while you, while you do it. I agree with you there. I think that uh, any podcast's strongest feature is its variety. So like we said before, even if you're not interested in history, there is something for you that you will be interested in. My favorite activity is staying at home. So what I love about podcasts is that I never even have to leave my room. Facing the real world is hard, but why do you have to when you can just listen to endless streams of information right on your phone? It's kind of like going to school, but better. Unfortunately, our time has almost come to a close. So that leaves the final and most important question that we've been trying to answer this whole podcast. What makes a good history-themed podcast? So when we're, as we're ending this video, I think we're just going to go and summarize all the most important points that we've made throughout this podcast. So one of the most important parts of what makes a good podcast is not just talking and talking and talking and giving an overload of information to the audience. You have to keep the podcast interesting in order to keep the attention of all those history buffs out there because The people that are listening, they aren't all going to be history buffs. There's going to be normal, random people out there who just want to learn some more about the subject of the podcast. So you need to make it interesting and accessible to everyone, not just your biggest and loudest fans. In my opinion, a history-themed podcast can be considered great if it manages to bring in a wide audience who seek information about a specific topic, topic 
and simultaneously keep them engaged and wanting more. Passion on the host's part can also go a long way in inspiring curiosity in their listeners. We hope this podcast helped inform you about what makes a great history podcast. Now, for a sign-off from our hosts. Bye. Thank you for listening. This is Dylan. Sean. David. And I hope you have a great day.